0: Hi, welcome, welcome to Mother Industrialist live show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting and life. I'm Kenneth, the host, I'm the author of Mother Industrialist, Perfecting the Balance between Motherhood and Business Success. I'm also the founder of KC Creative Marketing where we provide designing services and marketing consulting. So today is episode 21 and um, it's such a great year, uh, great opening and um, let's welcome 2018 when, and this is the first live show that I have this phenomenal lady that I've, well, uh, invited. And, uh, she has been, um, the great inspiration for me. Uh, and also for her, she's, um, a author of a, um, author of inspiration for the soul. No woo woo nonsense. I promise by Shamela Tan. She's also an intuitive life coach. She's a single mom of a 12 year old girl. And without further ado, let us welcome Shamala. Hi, Shamala.
1: Hi, hi, hi. Hi,
0: thanks, Kenneth, for inviting me. No problem. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming uh, and making time for the show. I know uh, this is um, a, a beginning of the year, and really thankful for you to hop on onto my show and be willing to share um today. And um, before we kick uh, before we start the show, uh, there's a tradition which is um. Every guest um, at the end of the show, they get to post a question of the day out to the guest and also to the next guest, uh, uh, out to the audience and also to the next guest. So uh, before we start, are you ready uh, for the question of the day? Uh,
2: yes. Okay.
0: The question of the day by the previous guest is, um, Mothers, what are you waiting for to become an entrepreneur? Like for you, you're already an entrepreneur. So uh, back then, when before you became an entrepreneur, what were you waiting for? So you got a question? Yeah. So spend some time to think about it while I go onto uh, Facebook and see if we are live successful and if our sounds are okay. Okay, I hear my sound, my voice. Okay, let's hear yours. Okay, loud and clear. Good. I see someone coming on live. Let us know. Hi, hello. Let us know where you're from. Uh, let me uh, say hi to us or even give us some thumbs up to let us know where you're from and uh, maybe you can say hi to us too and also t- uh, hi to Shamila. Hi Shamila. so uh, are you ready with your answer to the question of the day? So um... uh,
2: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's an interesting question for me because uh, I became an, a business owner at the age of 21.
1: Wow. So I
2: did not wait. <laughs> so so the question does not quite apply to me. Mm, mm, mm,
1: mm. Um
2: so I became a business owner when I left uh, art school mm. and almost immediately um yeah, jumped into business and oh, so after
0: you left school you immediately jumped into business. Yeah. Wow, wow. So you you didn't really wait at all. So which is <laughs> no. good. Thanks for the answer and I hope that the previous guest really liked your answer. So now we can kick start with the show. So Shyamalan, before we start, maybe uh, you can do a short introduction about yourself uh, to, to the audience out there who, are, uh, who, who may be not be familiar with you. And at the same time, what were you doing, Pyro, before uh, you start your business, like you were saying, you're in school? So maybe you can do a short introduction to, uh, to us and to the audience out there.
2: Okay. Um, well, Kenneth, I'm an intuitive a life coach mm. my area of focus is uh, life purpose helping people to live their life purpose mm. uh, whether they are individuals working in a corporate world or business owners uh, that's my area of focus mm. and i've been doing it this for a very long time mm. um and yeah i i love writing so mm. um i have uh authored uh you know books with uh other authors as well around the mm. world, um, mm. on inspirational stories, uh, to, to help people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also I've got, um, you know, my ebook, which is uh, recently released. So mm. I'll be happy to share that information uh, later mm. on in your show.
1: That's good. That's good.
2: Um, yeah. And uh, as you said, I'm a mother of a 12 year old.
0: <laughs> yeah. So she's a, she's really a big girl and yeah. So now school is starting, and you were you were saying that she's uh going to the new school.
2: Yeah, she's uh going to new school. So hopefully things will go smoothly for us. Mm,
0: yes. That's good. Mm. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So at uh, so um you were saying that um you you were study arts before uh, you. Yeah, started I was.
2: Hmm. Uh, I was in an art school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in La Salle, and mm. uh, I did. Uh, I majored in graphic design. Wow. Mm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so that's how <laughs> uh, my business was actually mm. originally, uh, area of business and advertising, mm. uh, in sorry, photography and advertising. So Mm-mm. we did, um, marketing, graphic design, and I was also the
1: copywriter. Of yeah. So, so that's you, how I started business,
0: yes. Oh, so your first business is, is nothing uh, related to what you're doing now. No. Wow. <laughs> no. So maybe you can talk, yeah. uh, can share more on, because you, you were saying that you were uh, a graphic designer, you started graphic design, and naturally you moved into a business that is doing more on the advertising, the media mm. part. So how long was that uh, that you were doing there? I mean, you start your first business.
2: Um, well, I was in that industry for about 10 years or, mm. or less, 8 to 10 years. Okay. Um, but I left it after a while because I realized that that was not um, what I would like to focus mm. on for the rest of my life. Um, so I went on a journey of uh, personal discovery, self-discovery and then realized that actually a lot of people are very lost. Mm. Um, they, like me, you know, went through a journey of not knowing what my life purpose was. So, um, in a way that Kind of inspired me to do what I do now. Hmm.
0: So hmm. you, so you were saying that you, you are, you were doing your graphic, your media for the initial ten years where you mm-hmm. after you graduate. So you, you found that um, that the the, the you you are looking for the purpose. So mm-hmm. uh, so would I would I say that because you you graduated for something that uh, you you are passionate about, which is graphic design. And yep. you move in naturally in the media. So, what was the thing that you felt that you were losing? Like, there's no purpose on continuing this trade or this industry.
2: Um, I enjoyed it at the beginning. Mm. Um, but I think I've run its course. And you know, I mean, for some people, it is something that they do for the rest of their lives because mm. that's something that's in them, right, within right. their heart. Uh, but for me. Um, it worked for a while. I enjoyed it for a while. It, it just ran its course and mm. I just realized that the lifestyle was not suitable for me. Mm. Um, and I also very much wanted to go into the area of uh, more towards the area of teaching. Mm. And coaching is uh, teaching work. Mm. So, um, yeah, and I found that, uh, you know, I'm able to uh, work with people and I specialize in working with people one-on-one. Mm.
1: Um,
2: that's my area of strength.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So, so in the, in the, in the period of the first 10 years with you managing your own business, which is, um, have, um no relation to what you're doing. So how did you, uh, transit into what you're, you're doing, like, like your coaching and also being an intuitive life coach? Because it's totally different, uh, different trade, different market, different industry. So was that was, was that a transition period that you, um, that you were going through before mm-hmm. you stepped into this industry? Uh,
2: yeah. The transition was very, very dramatic. <laughs> uh, so I started my own business at the age of 21. But after mm. four years, I decided to part ways with my business partner mm. um, because I was looking for something something more, um, something that I enjoyed more. Um, mm. And I felt that I was just running the business, but I was not really doing the work that I wanted to do. You know, mm. there's a very big difference between being an artist and being the person running the business. <laughs> So um and so I, I, I left uh the business. So in a way you could say that, you know, for the next uh six years it was a journey of self discovery because I did a lot of freelancing for multinationals.
1: Mm.
2: Uh I did a lot of writing uh for multinationals, so so I, I was a freelance copywriter.
1: Yeah.
2: Um and you know, that sort of lifestyle suited me. Um, you know, the freedom that it gives it gave me was yeah. really good. Uh, but it also gave me a know too much time partying, <laughs> so that kind of lifestyle was not you know very good in in the long term, so mm. too much partying um, you know, I was really, really hooked on uh too much drinking mm. um and I would say that it was a uh, quite a big addiction at that time, mm. and so the transition uh when I say it's dramatic it was yeah. really dramatic. <laughs> Um, you know, there are days where, you know, I'll go out partying and then come home, not knowing how I got home, Wow! like waking up in the morning and not Mm. knowing how I got, uh, got home, uh, not remembering who I went out with even the night before. Wow! So, um, it's like, you know, one day I just just woke up and realized Mm. that this is it. I cannot do this anymore. I cannot keep doing this and not remembering how I got home. Uh, I would get in, you know, get myself into trouble. Mm. (laughs) And so, I decided that, you know, that lifestyle, um, even though it suited me well at that time, because um, this was many years ago, as a freelance Mm. copywriter, I used to be paid quite a lot of money. Mm. And in Singapore, as you know, alcohol is not cheap. And in (laughs) order to
1: support... You you need to earn more.
2: (laughs) Yeah, in order to support this lifestyle, you know, the earning was very suitable for me. Mm. And they paid very, very well. but I realized that it, I just can't, you know, continue like this. So I decided to, to stop my work in that industry. Uh, oh, because so, of that. So totally stop your
0: freelance writing. I,
2: I Copy stopped driving. and I took, a uh, time off. I took about six months to a year off, mm. um, just to rediscover what I really wanted, uh, mm. wanted to do. So I did a lot of, uh, reading, uh, you know, reading books on personal development. Mm-mm uh spent a lot of time by myself and rejecting all the offers from my friends to go out <laughs> and, party. and so uh that was my transition and um then i you know started things like uh meditating and uh understanding self a lot of personal development work mm. uh went into there and i completely um stopped uh drinking i stopped drinking for a very long time mm. um you know, just to get a clear head, <laughs> get clarity in my head about what I really want to do. So, um, I, I would say that, you know, I was still fumbling along when I, uh, decided to go into the area of uh, teaching and coaching. Um,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: but I think being on the job and learning and, uh, you know, I met my mentor, uh,
1: mm-hmm. who
2: was a spiritual psychologist. Uh, he was based in California so i had a lot of uh guidance from him and uh, and i would you know, fly to california at least once a year mm. um and then a lot of it is by email so you know in in, in that journey there was a lot of self discovery and realizing mm. what i really wanted to do wow. so yeah
0: so so how long were you in that that, that drinking state I mean, how how many years that you were all time. Eight Fair years. Wow. Eight so, years. Yeah. So, because it, it, what it struck me is for someone who's so addicted to it and suddenly come out of it and also go into a totally different trade where it's basically back to zero. So, mm. what, was there a, a aha moment or was there a, that moment that you felt that, hey, like, what, what causes that? Or someone talked to you, someone shared, like, oh, you should, uh, review a life or reflect on your life. What what comes? I am just really curious.
1: Um
2: I think there were many aha moments. Mm. Um maybe I was stubborn. I don't know. I <laughs> one aha moment was not enough. So then <laughs> well several aha moments need was needed mm. in order to take me from one point to the next. Um mm. I think what really got my attention were dreams. Mm. Uh, I'm 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 a I'm currently a student of psychology mm. and in psychology, our, um, we focus quite a lot on uh, dream work. And so at that time uh, in my transition, I also had a lot of dreams mm. and the dreams really um, got my attention uh, because the dreams showed me um, things that were beyond my comprehension, showed me what I was capable of doing Mm. Um, and it was really inspirational for me. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so I would say that many of the aha moments came in a form of dreams. Wow. Yeah. So you
0: kind of like see how what you're capable of rather than someone speak to you, basically the, the dream speak to you, and you just realize, hey, what is all this dream about? And you were saying that it's not just one, there's a few that like, bring you, and just that one day. So that, that one day... Why out of so many other trade you, you move into this? Although I know that you, it's about teaching, you can also be a, a, a graphic designer, like lecturer or professor, mm. stuff like that. Yeah. Why in this this um area, or this industry or even become a, a, a life coach?
2: Mm. I think in in many ways uh maybe <laughs> maybe the industry chose me, you know, oh. I, I did not choose it. It's like a natural transition, you know, when you are into Personal development, and mm. you are so hungry for knowledge and so hungry for growth. Uh, it's like a natural thing that you just go deeper and deeper into it. Mm. You have a hunger to teach other people and to share what you have learned. Mm. Uh, so it just became that way.
0: It became um, your new passion and something that you are like really obsessed about. Really, yeah. that you want to find more. And the more you find out, the 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 more deeper, uh, the more love or uh, more passionate you are into into this. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, and it, it has been uh, more than 10 years and wow. I'm still uh, passionate about this work because wow. I, I know that uh, there is a lot of value uh, that people can get out of it. And also, a lot of people do need it. You know, mm. I, when I look around me, I know that a lot of people are quite lost in what they do. Yep. Um, too many people in the world are just going through motions. <laughs>
1: um,
2: they're just going through, you know, what they need to do and mindlessly. Yeah. Without even thinking about what is it that they truly want within their mm. hearts and being true to you know true to themselves, I think mm. this is something that is um really lacking in many people not being not being able to live a life where they are true to themselves mm. yeah
0: which is which is so true and and that also, uh, um, bring us to today's topic and uh, how to overcome challenges when you're a business owner and a mother. Like in the beginning, um, I also shared that you're a single mom with a child, your daughter. And how is it like, like now with a life, uh, like being a life coach, um, you, you do a lot of one-to-one coaching and, um, definitely your time is being taken up with doing your coaching. So how do you manage? And I believe that, like, like from you moving from uh, from a graphic, from a, um, designing background to something that is totally different, uh, definitely there will be challenges. Like people will be thinking, um, you are, you are now like back to zero. You are you're a beginner. You are still a, a, a very, um, some, someone very, very new in this industry. So how can you like call yourself as a coach? Definitely at the same time when you became a mom, there's more responsibility. And, uh, furthermore, um, now you have a, Really, twelve-year-old um, um, daughter, which is in the in the teenage, which is also another like the rebellious ta- rebellious age, rebellious time that you need even more time to really um, be with her. So, how do you overcome? Uh, and, and maybe you can share with us what are the challenges that
1: you have?
2: Okay, um, I think the key challenges that any parent, not just mothers, right? Any parent faces when you are um, running your own business is always time. Mm. Uh time is always an issue. And so uh, um what got me going is really uh knowing how to use my time and prioritizing my time. Um mm. I'm big on scheduling time. Mm. Um and so this is one particular area that I make my coaching clients also do. Mm. Uh keeping track of time, um how are you? you know, prioritizing the use of your time. Yeah. Um, how do you organize your, your meetings? Are they effective? Mm. Uh, what days are delegated for what? So this is uh, what I do. Um, you know, is, is the time <laughs> delegation and keeping to my schedule.
1: Mm. Uh,
2: this is something that I learned uh, very, very early on when my daughter was like a month old. I realized mm. that I needed to come up with a better system mm. in order to work. And be a mother of an infant. Mm. And um so I, you know, roped in the help of my older sister who mm. would come in uh, to look after the baby for half a day. Mm. And then I would uh work while she was, you know, at my place. Mm. And then after that, I would take over. So I work continuously, non-stop for four to five hours. Mm. And then when she leaves, she goes back. I would then spend time uh with the baby. Mm. So... Uh, it's really about time management and making sure that you follow your schedule. Even if you don't feel like working, you just have to do it. You know, Mm. there's no such thing as, (laughs) I mean, before the child, it was very easy to go like, okay, I don't feel like doing this. Okay, I'll do it tomorrow. Um, but you know, with a child, it's a totally different thing. You, Mm. you don't feel like doing it. You feel sick. You still got to do it because Mm. if you don't, who's going to feed you? Who's going (laughs) to feed your child? You know, so your priorities are very different. Mm. And if you ask any uh, mothers, you know, who are uh, relying on the business for income, they will Mm. tell you the same thing. They'll probably also tell you that no matter what happens, even though they are sick, they will still work because Mm. it is a matter of, uh, in a way, it's like survival, right? If you don't Mm. do it, who's going to do it for you? You are running the business. You are the business. Mm. Um, Especially for those running, uh, those people who are solopreneurs running mm. one man show.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, y- in a way you you have to do a lot. You know, you are everything, right? Mm. You you are the finance, you are the HR, you are <laughs> you are the marketing. One, um,
0: one leg kick. <laughs>
2: yeah. So there is a there's a lot going on. So mm. keeping to a schedule is really key. Mm-mm. Um so you know it, it got easier obviously as my my daughter got older, it mm. got easier. Um, now that she's, you know, she's 12, it's a lot easier. Um, schedules are not as tight uh, in the sense of like how much time I'm going to spend with her. Mm. Uh, it's a little bit more flexible, you know, like, and being able to, like on a weekend, we decide, okay, let's go for a movie. Mm. Uh, and then we're able to do that without, you know, and sh- and the thing is, because she's 12, she's able to go out and socialize
0: mm.
2: on her own as well, right, with her <laughs> friends. So, so you I'm, have
0: more time for yourself.
2: Yeah, so I have more time for myself. So it's not that pressing. Hmm. Uh, But it was very, very challenging when she was... Um, in fact, during infancy, it's not so bad because, you know, all babies sleep. They, yeah. they are easier to take care. Of. It's when they start crawling, they start walking. Uh, right. That's very challenging.
0: They start moving, start running.
2: Then you have to keep an eye and you really have to make sure. So my when my (laughs) sister comes in in the morning, right, to help me to look after her, I make sure I finish whatever I need to do for the day. Mm. So I squeeze in eight hours of work into four hours. Mm. (laughs) And I became super efficient in how I use my time. And Mm. that particular skill has stayed with me Um, because I do realize that a lot of things that can be done uh, in a shorter period of time should be done in a shorter period of time. Why should we drag it on? Mm-hmm. uh then then the rest of the time, I can do whatever I want yeah. you know and,
0: I and, and you were saying that about the, the like normally used um some, something that you use eight hours to, to do right now because of you managing your own time, you're able to shrink it into four hours mm-hmm. and and this is something that I realized in a lot a lot of entrepreneurs when they do their business uh as compared when they were at work. Um, the same amount of work, right, that be done in eight hours, it can be in four hours because when you are alone, when when you are working from home, um, there's no distraction like chit uh, chat with your colleague, maybe uh, looking at your phone, or maybe your bosses will ask you for a meeting. There, there's no such distraction. So instead, these eight hours, in fact, became more effective, more productive, uh, because you're managing your your things. Like like for for my for my case. I can be very productive from 2 to 5 because it's fully 100% focused and you can do a lot of things because you already plan it out. Uh, and, and during the, the, the time when my daughter, uh, finish school or pick her up, I will be able to, to spend that time. And when she sleep, uh, when she go to bed for the next day, right? And, and, uh, at 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., I will be able to finish up whatever I need to finish. So I, I would say that when you are living life on your own tour, like for you, You're doing your own business. You're doing your own coaching. Everything is scheduled. And, and, um, and something that you, you point out, which, which is very important. A lot of, um, a lot of mompreneurs or anybody who's stepping into entrepreneurship or even become self-employed, they forgot, they forgot about this thing called schedule. They thought that, oh, okay, now I'm the boss. I call the shot. I will not, I will do as and when I like, which is, which is not, not uh, productive. That's why a lot of them, uh, Felt that hey, why am I work, working so hard and it's not productive at all? So would you say that scheduling is something that you cannot do without, and that is one one of the um maybe factors that helped you to 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 work in your business for so long?
2: Yeah, um, scheduling definitely is something that uh everyone needs to do, especially if you're a business owner, you need to do that. Um, you need to you know I get inspired when I read about the how people become successful in their businesses. Mm. So um, if you read the stories about successful business owners mm. and how they became uh, really big in a business, all of them are very strict on time scheduling. Mm. Um, you know, they, they really make full use of their time. You know, what time they wake up, you know, waking up at five, go to the gym, work out, mm. um, you know, have a good breakfast and then have a morning meeting with the staff and so on and so forth. So they start the day really mm. early. And they're really efficient. They don't call for meetings unnecessarily. Um, a lot of time wasters are eliminated because, um, I mean, you realize, you know, you come to a point, uh, if you know how to use your time efficiently, yeah. you come to a point when you know what are time wasters, automatically you enter a meeting space, you know this is going to be a time waster. This is when you say, okay, I'm going to walk out Mm-mm. because it's not necessarily going to serve you. Um, I read this book called 168 Mm-mm. Hours. Mm-mm. Uh, wow. This is a book on how to um, effectively use your time and yeah. I did the exercises in there and that's really quite a life-changing mm. uh, a book and this is a book that I recommend to all of my clients as well, mm. uh, my coaching clients on how to use the time more efficiently. I think a lot of times we don't realize that we are wasting time yep. <laughs> um, and we do not realize that a lot can be done within a short period of time. Mm. Um yeah, we either overestimate or under underestimate hmm. our time. So you know, it's it's hard to find that balance un, until you uh, do accounting of your time. Hmm. And you means <laughs> being accountable
0: for your for your time, yeah. That and if used. you
2: yeah, on a daily basis, if you if you jot down how much time you did you actually do this or do hmm. that, uh, you become aware of how much time wastes yep. you have during the day, okay. and. Um, when you're able to do that, then you realize, okay, this is this is not the way to live my life. Mm. <laughs> um, I think all business owners know this, you know, if you lose money, you can earn back your money. If you lose time, you can never earn back your time. Yep.
1: Correct. But, you Correct. Know,
2: time loss is time loss, you know, yes. that's it. Yep. Yeah, so, um, yeah, scheduling of time, efficiency of using time, I think mm. that um, really takes more than 50% of your, you know, I I give credit to that, you know, for the success of any businesses. Mm, yes. Yeah.
0: I, I I do agree because um, like I've in, in, interviewed a lot of mompreneurs and a lot of them uh, give credit to really scheduling their time, and really making time for like let's say their their daughters have this um ballet class, they will block that one to two hours, and up that just for for their for their um daughters' uh, ballet classes and all that, and they make sure that there's no work in that one to two hours. Yeah. and really block out and they will always make a uh, mixed time slot for their clients rather than they accommodate to their clients. It's not that they don't want because their priority is still on to their kids, their family and that's where most of the mompreneurs producers start the business because they want to spend more time with their children and definitely the priority goes to the family. But the business will come and they will make time for it. They will have certain, like uh, maybe like 2 p.m. or 4 p.m. They will always have this time slot so that it's easier for them to work it out their schedule. Rather than, uh, I see a lot of um, entrepreneurs, they are they are in the mess because uh, they always work according to the client schedule. So the clients yeah. want them to uh, come on the weekends, on, on late night and stuff like that. They will just accommodate until a point of time they are overstretched. Like a rubber band and overstretch and then split, and that's where a lot of them just give up on the business. And say, "Hey, why am I doing working so hard for the business?" So, in fact, there's another way, like you were saying, that is the, the scheduling, uh, and and one of the mompreneurs, her uh, name is Rosie. She shared with me like she called it calendaring. It means everything is being being jotted down in the week, in the day, uh, the schedule, and and really effective. Because for me, I do that also. And uh, also, when I share with any mompreneurs you know, um, or any mommies who want to start in business, I also tell them about that. So, what what is it? Is there any difference between um because you start your business before you became a mom? So, were there any drastic difference, or what were the differences in in you being an entrepreneur and a mompreneur? Um,
2: I don't think there's a difference. <laughs> I, I don't. I actually refrain from calling myself a mompreneur. Mm. Um, I rather call myself a business owner because, mm. um, because I'm a business owner first, mm. uh, before I became a mom. Mm. So the mom thing is like a by the way thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I
2: don't see. Yeah. I mean, if, if I were to introduce myself to people mm. and they ask me, what do I do on a professional level? I say, yes, I'm a business owner. Mm. And I rarely talk about, uh, children,
1: mm. because
2: you know we don't see men talking about that. I mean, if you ask a business, <laughs> owner, you ask them, you, you don't call them a debt pruner.
1: Um,
2: you, you know, if a business owner introduces himself, he introduces himself. You know, mm. rarely would he say, "I, have, you know, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a business owner with five kids." You know, okay. <laughs> very rarely is that Mm-mm. being said. Yeah. Um, so, likewise, for me, I, I, you know, I, I just naturally see myself as a mm. business owner. Um, I don't think that. Um, I mean, for me, it's it's the same, you know. Hmm. Because
0: you start the business first before you became a mom, so yeah. uh, naturally, is things is still the same because your discipline, your scheduling, and um whatever habits that you're having is already before you became a mom. So like what you say, it's naturally you became a mom and just that, uh, you just have to make uh, some adjustment, especially you, you have to cater time for uh, another another newborn, another life and for the kids. And and that, that is uh something that I want to sh- share it out with the audience because like for me um a lot because I, I used to work for motherhood magazine, a parenting magazine and most of my clients they start the business after they became a mom. Because mm. uh uh they they how should put it because they want to spend more time with their children and that's where they did um some uh, uh, did start a business on a part time basis and now it it had grown up to, to uh grow to a, a huge business or e-commerce site already. So for you, have you ever thought uh that it's tough, um, being a mom and also uh doing a business at the same time, or you felt that is is about the same?
2: Um, any challenges? <laughs> As I said, time.
1: You know, mm. time
2: is always a challenge. I think that that to me would be the biggest challenge. Mm. Uh, time and also I mean. Also thinking about you know how to be how to spend quality time with my child mm. um, because the last thing I want is to uh, be very involved in my business and then when I'm with my child I'm thinking about my business mm. then I'm not fully present with my child I, yep. that was one of the initial challenges that I had. Hmm. Um, especially when the child is not really interacting with you it's yep. very easy to zone out uh, <laughs> physically there but then your mind is not there right, right because right. the child is not interacting with you yet so mm-hmm. uh, your attention is not fully focused on the child
1: mm-hmm. and it's very
2: easy to zone out and it's fine if the child is asleep but if the child is awake the child will know that you're not present but, yep. you know, the child will feel it are
1: yeah, so very that,
0: intuitive or so
2: <laughs> yeah exactly so uh, the challenge was that um, how do you
0: overcome that 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 challenge Um, to make
2: sure that I do whatever I need to do Mm. Um, you know the time allotted so that I don't keep thinking about the work Mm. that I need to do so if I set a goal for the day I need to finish how much of this work Mm -mm. then then I make sure I finish it so that I do not dwell on it and Mm -mm. and think about it Um, if I don't finish it then I'll keep thinking about it and even if the time spent with my daughter is not going to be quality time correct Um, so, but that became even more challenging when my daughter was, you know, uh, as she got older, she was interacting, talking, Mm. uh, talking more. The business also got busier. So that Mm. was a quite a big, uh, challenge in a sense because, Mm. um, as the business got, you know, busier and then he got, she needed more attention. Um, so that's when I realized that I needed help also. So Mm. I do, um, I do have an assistant. Uh, she's based in the UK um, mm. simply because my client base is uh, quite international mm. and so with her being there um, she's able to handle you know the bulk of my emails and doing a lot of the stuff that you know so I you know I trust her and I leave her to do uh, mm. a lot of my emails and all of that for me
0: more of the administrative uh, so, stuff the follow up yeah. the simple stuff yeah. so right.
2: that really really helps mm. Uh it makes a big difference so um so you know my advice to anyone who is running a business and as you get busier becoming a mm. parent um it's okay to to get help get assistance you know yeah. you, you do need it and then you become more efficient with your time and you're able to spend quality mm. time with your with your children and uh with your family
0: yeah that that's a very nice tip because uh i realized that a lot of especially parents mothers they tend to take everything on to themselves until they are, um, physically, mentally, psychologically drained. And that will be hard for them to seek for any help. And also, like, for you, 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 you realize that and you wanted more time. You find a way out, which is, uh, like what we call outsourcing. You outsource to someone who can do the things that, um, maybe we are not really very good at. Maybe like accounting, maybe admin stuff, or maybe, um, maybe to schedule some, some time and uh, with, with clients and all that. So we will leave all that and we will do things that we are more, we are best at, we are more productive, more efficient. Yes. And, um, because I, I realized that, uh, that we have this culture of doing everything on our own because we fear that, uh, this person cannot meet our standard and stuff like that. What, what is your take on that? Like for you, what, do you have this, uh, uh, barrel of, um, of, of trusting someone to do this thing for you? Where you think that yeah I can do the same thing, but this pers- this person or this assistant may not be able to do that. Do you have that problem?
2: Um, at the beginning, uh, but you know, it took a bit of adjustment, uh, for for me to also realize that hey, life is too short. I mean, mm. nobody's gonna do things the same way I do it. Mm. It's never gonna be identical. So I need yep. to trust my assistant to do things the way that she does best Mm-mm. and leave her to it. You know, mm. um. And if I'm going to just keep tracking and checking <laughs> what she's doing, then then I might as well just do it myself, right? right <laughs> so, right. But I, I let her do it, you know, and mm-hmm. she's efficient and she mm. knows my style, mm. how, how I like things done and uh, keeping communications open. And I think that's important. If there's anything that I find um, is not working out, mm. uh, I would tell her and she vice versa. And mm. so, so I think uh, we do have a good working relationship. So that helps. Mm. I think, keeping communication open is yep. very important. Right. Um, yeah, and 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 understanding that as a, you know, okay, that's the thing with business owners, right? Mm. Business owners are a little bit of control freaks.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> because they want to control everything and making mm. sure that everything is uh, working right. Yep. But it, we can never, you know, control everything. So mm. uh, letting go is a, is a big thing um, to achieve success. I mm-hmm. think you need to let go a little bit. Right. Uh, to let other people take responsibility
0: as well. Yes. Yeah. And, and you touched on something like, like, like most business owners, they will want everything to be controlled, which is good for the, for the initial start, for the beginning. And like for you, you got busier because, uh, the clients or maybe you got more clients or you need to spend more time or you have more new, um, new service that you're providing. Um, and, and that's where you, you, you are stretched and that's where you have to outsource. And in order to scale, you need to do that. If not, you are not able to provide for more, I believe that. And yeah. uh, that's what I see a lot of um, business owners or startups, they face a lot of difficulties because of this trust factor. They are not able mm. to trust someone. But I would say that this is something that I learned from one of my mentors. He was saying that if you want someone to do the things, make sure that the thing will not um take away what you are uh, good at. Example like for me, I'm good at sales. I will not find someone to do the sales for me. I will meet my clients, but I would get this person to do those things that I can. And I can find someone to do it anytime, like accounting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, administrative, or she's yeah. uh she's a virtual as uh, assistant that can help me yeah. with all the emails and stuff, which are things that will take a lot of my time, which I can put it out. And yeah. there's no risk of me losing this business or or having any any um. Maybe uh, copyright issues, or um, mm. maybe some of my my uh, products and stuff like that. So I I would say that um it depends on what are the things that you're outsourcing. Mm. It, uh, it cannot be the 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 main core business of, of of your main core product that you're providing. But definitely, uh, there's there's a way, and and you you have just shared a, uh, shared the various uh various way that we, they can do that. So any any advice that you can give for those mothers that that um. They want to be a bis- uh, want to be a business owner at the same time being a mom. Any okay. advice for them?
2: Um, I think if you are, you know, as as a mother, you know, if you are thinking of uh, running your own business and this is something that you're very passionate about, mm. uh, don't worry too much about you know having to juggle the t- the two because I mm. believe that if you're passionate about what you want to do, at the end of the day, everything will work out. You know, all the resources you need, all the help and assistance mm. you need will come together mm. so if we overthink things and stop ourselves from going forward because we think that we're not able to juggle um then we're not giving ourselves the chance to even mm. try yep. um and i i feel that if you let your passion do the speaking for you and if you're passionate about something just go for it and whatever mm. help you need it's all gonna work out mm. it will it always does
0: <laughs> so that that's that very important like the, the belief that everything will work out because yeah. a lot of i, I believe that um uh, we you, maybe you do have friends who are mothers. They keep thinking that ah, oh, what if this? What if that? They, they always uh, think before things happen. They always worry before anything happens. But um, I I be, I believe that for you, you keep on moving because you know that if let's say you are in in help, you will always ask for help, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rather yeah. than you suffering by yourself and 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 maybe uh, say oh nobody's helping me. But in fact, a lot of people are out there. To, to lend a, uh, to, to give you a lending hand is whether you want to take it or not. And, yeah. and sometimes, um, we, we do need, we do need this, uh, helping hand for us to move on in, in life or even in business. So, like, um, this asking for help is very, very important because I yeah. see a lot of, uh, mothers, they, they always suffer in silence. They always like in, in the in the late night. They will cry. Say, oh, nobody's gonna help me to take care of the baby and stuff like that. So I I guess it's not about putting everything onto yourself and and keeping it and also really to ask for help and really seek mm. for help. Yeah. Uh, because there's always someone who's who who has the uh the heart of gold that will want to offer that help.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: and, and if not, mothers would love to help mothers, I believe. <laughs>
2: uh, yes, you know, I mean, for, for me personally, uh, when I'm challenged, uh, strapped for time, um, mm. uh, my, I have, you know, my daughter's friends, mums, mm. uh, would offer to take her in, like, you know, overnight, mm. you know, if I need to do something and i and I've left her over for, mm. you know, stay over, pajama party at a friend's house <laughs> uh, when she was younger. So that, that helped. Uh, hmm. Also gave me some me time.
1: Yeah.
2: You know? So yeah.
0: And there's always there's always a community outside, like uh, even for business owners, for mompreneurs, or even for mommy groups. There's always a group that is out there. Just that um, you just have to open up and really to mix with people because hmm. you really need help. You cannot do everything on your own. And uh, and like like Shamala have been sharing uh that that you have neighbors or friends that that can do that for you. So um. It's almost coming to the end of the show. So, uh, Shamala, uh, how do, um, the audience get connected with you and what are the things that you can help them with?
2: Okay. Um, well, people out there, you can look for me, uh, on my website. Uh, my website is shamalatan.com, hmm. uh, S-H-A-M-A-L-A-T-A-N dot com. Hmm. Um, I'm offering a free ebook download, hmm. uh, which you can, um, just go sign up for my website and download it. Uh, I, in that ebook, uh, you can read about, uh, it's inspiration basically, uh, for you to, uh, it's about personal development, about how you can grow as a person. Um, and what I do is, you know, I assist anyone who's looking for clarity and direction in what mm. you want to do in life. Uh, so I do also offer a 15 minute, uh, free Consultation if mm. anyone is interested. Wow. All they need to do is go to, my, go to my website, sign up for it, send me an email, and um, yeah, and they'll know how to get in touch with me from my website. Yeah.
0: Wow, That that's, that's good. Th- th- thanks, Jamala, uh, for your gift, for your free ebook, and also for your uh, free, con- uh, free uh, consultation. And um, I will include the link for those who are watching uh, um, and also watching the replay. Uh, I will include the link below in the comment section after this live and also um you, so that you guys can connect with Shamala and also to um download her uh, free ebook and um so before we end the show uh, as i mentioned um before uh, any show ends there's a tradition which is um every guest get to ask a question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest so uh Shyamala, do you have um are you ready with your question of the day uh
2: yes i do okay. have a question for the day so my hmm. question is uh well because life purpose is is my area of specialty, mm-hmm. uh so my question to to you is um to the audience to the next uh, speaker is this um if you are already living your life purpose then how do you see yourself as a parent how do you integrate your role as a parent into your life purpose?
0: Okay so um well, what was the uh the question again? What the question is, is if you are
2: already living your life purpose doing your... what you love. Doing what you enjoy. Um, how do you see your role as a parent integrated into your life purpose? Okay, if you
0: are already living your life purpose, how do you see it integrate into your parenting? Can I say How that? do you
2: see your role as a parent? <clears throat> okay. Um, integrated into your life purpose.
0: Okay. So okay, let me just drag it down. Okay, that's that's very, very good question. And for those who are watching and watching replay, I will um put a question in the comment section uh while Shamilla had posted out the question of the day. And um feel free to um give us your answers and we are really really looking forward for your um awesome answer. And also last but not least, uh Shamela, any last advice for the mothers who are sitting on the fence thinking that um whether they should pursue their passion um they uh they should step into entrepreneurship any last advice for them
2: last advice just just do it you know <laughs> um opportunities are always uh there don't don't waste it you know i mean mm. if it's something that you really want to do just go for it um you never know till you do it there's no point thinking about thinking about it um and then regretting it
1: mm. regretting not
2: doing it uh, it's better to do it and then you will know whether it's the right thing for you or not. Yep. If it doesn't work out, you learn something valuable. If it works out, good for you. Mm. Um, so it's always a win-win. You will mm. gain. It's a gain-gain.
1: Mm. Uh,
2: I don't think anyone will lose out from trying. Yep.
0: Yeah. Thanks Thanks a lot for the, the advice and really just do it for mothers who thinking, thinking and thinking. Don't think. Just do it. And um, there's there's nothing to fear of just doing it. You will regret if you never do it. So thanks a lot, Shamala, for today I uh, coming on today. And for those who are watching, um, if you have any questions that you want to um, ask Shamela, just post it below in the comment section, and um, we will be more than glad to answer the question. And um, Kenneth here signing off with Shamela, Thanks for coming in, and thanks for watching. And thanks, Shamala Thank once again. Have a great New Year and also the upcoming Chinese New Year. So, I will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks, Thanks Shamala. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye.